Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You found the Playmakers on CBS Sports Radio 1140. Oh, Lindsay here on this Thursday afternoon. The NHL has been kind of a wild place as we've been rolling through the playoffs in a different modified format. But where they are not playing hockey is where we find our next guest. I don't mean to rub it in because we know it's sad up there right now because they're just waiting for the beginning of the CFL season. If that actually ever happens itself. It's our good friend Dave Jamison from TSN 1260 in Edmonton. Dave, thanks for coming back, friend. I don't mean to turn the uh, screw a little bit harder, but damn. What <laughs> no, happened? Entirely, uh, hey, it's, I kind of thought it was coming, and, and you know, there'd be some who say, well, you know, you deserved it. But, you know, that was – it is a sad place. And certainly the day or the evening of the loss, the sweep to the Winnipeg Jets, and then the, the day, you know, day or two after in the postmortem and Ken Hall and the GMs, uh, overly long dissertation on the uh, season that had passed and what might be happening in the in the uh, in the summer and the coming months here. Yeah, it's a place that felt like it should still be enjoying hockey, but that's not to, you know the case. And the Winnipeg Jets are full value. They um, capitalized on the breaks that they got. It was a very close series, but at the end of it, the record will always show it was a four nothing sweep. And Dave, we were hearing all about how Connor McDavid rededicated himself after uh, getting getting pushed out of the Edmonton bubble early to to have that opportunity to play on your home ice and to leave so early. He goes, finds different ways to elevate his game, has a record uh, setting season, and we all know what what is kind of expected with him. and And we have to mention Leon Drysaddle as well. So with those guys trying to go above and beyond to make themselves the absolute best piece of the championship winning puzzle, how do the Edmonton Oilers do that exact same thing for the team, at least from their perspective? Well, that's a great question, uh, and one that there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of Oilers fans who are, are asking themselves virtually the same thing. This is a strange year for the Edmonton Oilers. This has been a cash or a cap crunch team for quite some time, uh, and now finds itself in a position of having approximately $25 million to take to the open market. So, Ken Holland wants uh, Mike Smith back as, as a goaltender. Maybe not the starter. That's key. That, that's a key distinction. But he wants Mike Smith back. Okay, so what is that going to take? What is that going to look like? You still have to go get a goaltender. And I don't know what or who that is going to be, but I think that, that most you know, can agree that that's got to happen here in Edmonton. Miko Koskinen, I believe, has played his last game for the Edmonton Oilers. Now, you've got Ryan Newton-Hopkins. 
Um, do the Oilers want to continue with him? He has been a long-suffering and largely a very good Oiler for his entire career. However, his five-on-five numbers this year were not impressive. Um, he's still very, uh, very useful on both the power play and the penalty kill, and he can do a lot of different things. He's well liked. I think there's, you know, Nuge's equity in this market is 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 very high. However, Ken Holland can't worry about, you know rep and all of that stuff he's got to live in the in the in the now and what's the future going to be because the, you know it's not meant there aren't many teams that can offer up mcdavid and dry as their top two and they're going to have to capitalize on that fairly soon now holland went to great lengths to say hey look around look at the history of the league and you know there have been great individual players and duos who have taken you know it's taken them a number of, of years mcdavid's just completed year six um so Yes, he's still very uh, young in his NHL playing career, uh, you hope, and but it's got to be real soon before they start cashing in. Well, and I, 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 while this isn't a direct comparison, it kind of reminds me in terms of the amount of pressure that McDavid is under of what we saw, uh, what happened to Sidney Crosby. Granted, they won their first cup in 2009. He was, you know, in the first couple of years of the league, but there was so much more expected from that team because there's so much talent up and down that lineup. And that's where I kind of merged these two. Mm-hmm. And then just to kind of, uh, kind of segue into what happened to the Pens, which is a similar exit that the Oilers suffered in a, in a and a team that, that hasn't been as cap-strapped, but it has been tapped out in terms of we're in win-now mode. And yeah. I'm just looking for of where they go, too, because I think they're, they have a similar situation that you do. They're looking for goaltenders, and they had one a few years ago, and I got to think they, they, they really regret <laughs> letting Marc-Andre Fleury put on a different pair of, of gold pads because yeah. Jari wasn't the answer, and, and he was the, the second kind of iteration of the guy they let Fleury go for because Matt Murray's up in Ottawa and not playing any hockey this time of year. Well, it's, you know, I'm not the first person to say the Edmonton Oilers are a top-heavy hockey team. Um, That's great, kind of, sort of, not really. Because then what it does is reveal the issues you have at the lower end of your your lineup. And this is a team that struggled with bottom six scoring for quite some time. Um, And oddly enough... This is a team that has historically struggled on the blue line, both developing blue liners, keeping blue liners. They often pull the trigger on getting rid of a Dustin Schultz or a Jeff Petrie too early, and they go off and have success elsewhere. So now it seems like the Oilers have figured out the blue line. Now they got to get a yeah, now they got to get a goaltender. They might get Oscar Kleffbaum back, and that would be a very good thing. Like he would probably drop down to your number two defenseman, Darnell Nurse being your clearly defined number one based on the season he had. So. They've, they've got to get they got to get a winner from McDavid. I think it's you know again it's you look at the way the Oilers the way they played in that series. McDavid and Drysaddle together, yes, they can be you know I call them shock and awe. They are that good. They can be that good together. They can take over games, but it still leaves you very vulnerable because where do you get scoring from elsewhere? It's just it, it, it it's too infrequent for it to be dependable. So that's something that Ken Holland, you know, I think if you had to do a sort of a, a checklist that you put up on your fridge, it's got to be goaltender, it's got to be winger, um, and then it's got to be depth scoring. And they probably in depth scoring slash got to get bigger. This is a team. I mean, they didn't get pushed around by Winnipeg. It wasn't that kind of serious the way the way it played out. But they they got to they got to have a little more juice there. 
Dave Jamison from TSA 1260 in Edmonton joining us. Always good to uh, catch up with him. Dave, Edmonton's seen a couple of losses here this week when it comes to the hockey world when Wayne Gretzky steps aside uh, from his role with the Oilers and moves into the commentary booth. And Lindsay and I have had this question, you know, between the two of us, and we were like, okay, if Wayne moves into the broadcast world and, and she pitched it first, like he would be this great grab for ESPN, which has a relationship with you guys at TSN. Is he a yep. guy that, I mean, obviously there's a tune-in factor, but is it going to be like tune in because it's like a Charles Barkley kind of tune in where there's some where there's kind of see Wayne versus right. because of Wayne. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Well, I I have on my show James Duffy of TSN and he is anchors all of our coverage across the network. He's done Olympics. He's you know our go to guy at the network. And I said James, you've done he was on my show today, and I said you've done good television. You've done you know for a long time. What makes a good analyst slash panelist slash whatever. And because I was asking him relative to Wayne Gretzky, and he um, he said he feels that it's terribly unfair to, he understands why people do the Charles Barkley comparison, and Gretzky and Barkley are friends, but it's terribly unfair. Charles Barkley is like a unicorn. I mean, he really is in terms of both, he was a absolute star in the NBA. He goes and becomes an analyst, panelist. He is an entertainer. He is outgoing. He is funny. He is all, all of the things that you would want in someone doing that in the way that they do it on TNT. And that's obviously a panel with incredible chemistry and, and group dynamic. Hockey, and you guys know this probably quite well now, um, when it comes to broadcasting, the networks typically don't attracts superstars. In fact, they might even just they get more, frankly, foot soldiers. Like here in Canada, Kelly Rudy was a terrific goaltender for the LA Kings during Gretzky's time uh, and other, other teams. And then you have people who played in the NHL, but they're not, we know them, you know, in Canada, because we're supposed to, I think it's now legislated, we're supposed to know every NHL player <laughs> by name and by number. Um, but we're talking about TNT. So Wayne Gretzky has cachet. Wayne Gretzky has star power, and I think people of a certain age will go, oh, yeah, that's the guy that came here and made us care about hockey. Oh, okay, he's a big deal. However, Charles Barkley, the reason people still, because he's good, he's entertaining. I mean, you can watch, not watch an NBA game and still, and, and join the panel and have a, have a you know, wonderful time being entertained. Um, so, I, you know, is he a... You haven't asked this yet, but is it going to be good? Is, um, I'm taking wait and see. He's certainly Wayne Gretzky, but I don't know if he's going to bring the kind of fireworks. Uh, I say you guys. I mean, we all watch the same stuff, but you get in with your NFL coverage and the way um, uh, the, with the way you do the NBA. I mean, up here in Canada, we're, we're all together very serious about hockey, maybe too serious, if I can be quite honest. Americans haven't lost sight of the fact, in my opinion, that you need to entertain. The games will be there. But you need to package it in such a way that, you know, if I'm only a casual fan, I go, hey, this guy's kind of cool. I like this Kenny Smith and this Shaq guy over here. What's this all about? Yeah, I, I, he's definitely going to get them there. But it's all, like you said, it's about keeping the, the casual fan right. entertained, invested, and yep. just ha expanding their general knowledge base. And I think that's really what, in a way, the Golden Knights have tapped into here uh, in Las Vegas. The success 
obviously helps. That really is is the big driver. But once you you get everybody in, and if you provide a great product, one that that mm-hmm. even if they end up losing that that you so like I had a good time, I had an experience. I think that's really yeah. where the sweet spot lies with hockey and the future of hockey here in the United States. But if you have uh, uh, if you're the most one of the most favored teams in the league, and you show up in the first round against a, a, a team that is basically your kryptonite, have a three to one lead, and then drop two <laughs> chances to clinch. Yeah. How confident are you heading into a game seven, even though it's on your home ice? Because I'm not feeling super great about tomorrow, Jay, or, uh, Dave. So well, can you? I I wasn't going to take you guys there because that is an amazing series. Like, I'm sure, you know, Knights fans, Golden Knights fans probably don't go, yeah, I could use less amazing and more winning. Um, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. And just watching that game closely last night, and, and I'm sure you probably don't want to revisit all of it, but there's just such good hockey in there. And the Minnesota Wild, I, I used a line on the air today that the Minnesota Wild are one of the few teams in the, in the National Hockey League that have – I call it an image problem, but when you say, you know, the Philadelphia Flyers, you still, some people still think they are Broad Street bullies. I mean, they're such an integral part of, into the DNA of the team. And a lot of people think that about the Minnesota Wild. They still think they're, you know, the team that basically killed hockey or tried to kill hockey when they were winning games 2-1 and one nothing many years ago under Jacques Lemaire. Love Jacques. They're not that team by any, by any stretch. So the fact that they can get out there and counterpunch the Golden Knights says a heck of a lot about what the Minnesota Wild are now in 2021. And yeah, wherever this game seven is going to go, you know, let the record show the Golden Knights are still damn good too. But, you know, there's not much separating. You know, we saw Colorado work over St. Louis. That was a sweep. Edmonton lost four. That, that was a close sweep. I know I'm splitting hairs here. But um, however this, this ends, I mean, there's a good team coming out of this series. Absolutely. But I will say, as as awesome as it has been, if we if the Knights end up going home, it's the it's the same exit plan that the Oilers went through. It just took us a longer way to go there. So hopefully at least <laughs> one of us can have a happier next week or, yeah, or hopefully yeah. longer. Well, thank you so much, Dave. We appreciate having you on, as always, especially during the playoffs, because this is this is the peak of our powers right now. It doesn't get bigger than this. Absolutely. It's always great to chat with you guys. All right. Thanks so much. Dave Jameson, 1260, uh, TSA 1260 from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, counting the days until the CFL season starts, or if we need to get a GoFundMe together here in the States so we can see Canadian. I think petitions have already happened in off seasons to get Connor McDavid out of Edmonton. I don't think it's going to happen. So at some point (laughs) the team has to say, well, it's not going to happen. So we might as well try to be good ourselves. Right. Uh, Uh, Guests on CBS Sports Radio 1140 join us via the BetQL hotline. Coming up next, should Tiger actually try to attempt a return? Memorial Day weekend. Watching Brad Moffitt now go right out next to that yellow wall as he'll try to take a spot away from Noah Gregson. It's the Elsco 300. NASCAR is back on track. Coverage starts Saturday morning at 9.30 on Las Vegas' home for NASCAR action. CBS Sports Radio 1140. The 
playoff powered rivalries in pro basketball and hockey are bringing new levels of excitement to sports betting. Hey, everybody, Paul Eihander with the Playmakers here, ready to join the action. Download your BetMGM app today. Stop by any of the nine MGM resorts destinations on this trip with your state issued ID for a speedy sign up, and you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada. Then get ready for nonstop thrills with dozens of sports betting options available on the BetMGM app, including in play wagering, props, parlays, and much more. Step into the batter's box and swing for the fences with a baseball wager or take some big shots on the open ice instead. Download your app today. Stop by your favorite BetMGM Sportsbook in Las Vegas to register, and in no time, it'll be showtime. Bet confidently with the king of sportsbooks and an official betting partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 